pranic healing, inner peace, better relationships, spiritual connection, health, balance, harmony, joy, love. Welcome to the podcast of How Pranic Healing Changed My Life. I'm your host, Nicole Fouché, and this podcast shares the many benefits of pranic healing and how people's lives have changed for the better after becoming involved in this revolutionary healing modality. We will share testimonials from people who have experienced the multiple benefits of pranic healing and how they have integrated the teachings into their lives. This relaxed platform shares the raw, authentic, heartfelt stories and the miracles that have unfolded. I hope these stories inspire you. So welcome to this week's uh, podcast on how pranic healing changed my life. And it's taken a little while to get Dr. Jason Yuan here, but I'm so glad that we did because he's making such an impact in pranic healing and I'm really excited to introduce you today. So welcome, Dr. Jason. Lovely to have you here. Yes. Uh, thank you, Nicole. And I would like to say uh, Nicole was my inspiration for uh, a lot of the things that I'm doing now. So credit to you, Nicole. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So I always ask my guests first question when did you find pranic healing? How did you find pranic healing? What got you interested? Share your journey. Yeah, so I, I think I have to kind of preface this. Uh, I always had this natural desire to meditate and to learn about uh, chakras and energy healing. Um, I've heard about Reiki, and this was um, back in my second year in undergraduate in college, and what's funny is that um, I had a pretty profound meditation experience and it kind of opened my eyes to energy and meditation. Um, but what's funny, before I even found pranic healing or knew what it was, it kind of came up in my head. So it kind of like, you know, you know, like a thought bubble, it just pops in your head. Yeah. And the word pranic healing popped in my head. I'm like, oh, I don't know what that is. So I Googled it and I found the center in New Jersey, which was only you know, at that time, 15 minutes away from my home. And I was like, oh, okay. And I didn't really care too much about it. A couple of weeks later, there was a meditation held at my school in my schools in Newark, New Jersey. Uh, it's called NGIT. And there was this pranic healer. He came all the way from India. Uh, his name was Harsha. And he lived like literally five minutes away from me. So it kind of, it like everything kind of works out in sort of like divine order. Uh, but I was really hesitant in going. So back then I didn't know scanning. So the only way that I scanned was flipping a coin. So I would flip a coin and I was like, okay, universe, if you want me to go, um, heads, yes, tails, no. So I flipped the coin. First one was heads. I was like, ah, oh, maybe it was just luck. So I flipped again. It was heads again. Okay. All right you know, third time's a charm, right? So I flipped again, it was heads. And then, okay, I was like, so that kind of convinced me, okay, maybe there's something to this. Let me just go attend it. So I attended, I was the only person there, okay? And that's where I got introduced to meditation on Twin Hearts and that's where I met Harsha. 
uh, he was doing his master's degree program at that time. And he he was already in Arhatic and he actually chose to come to New Jersey for his master's degree from India because of the center. So cool. again, another kind of divine order piece. Um, so ever since that day, you know, he um, he told me to take this basic class and it was with Master Marilag. And this was scheduled for January of 2016. I was about to not, I was registered, but I was about to not go because there was this huge snowstorm um, in 2016 in New Jersey. And literally all the roads were like blocked. Um, and like we didn't have any like Jeep or anything that can really, you know, go through snow like that. So I was about to not go. Uh, but all of a sudden I get a phone call from my uncle who has like a four wheel drive car. I was like, Oh, I hate, I heard from, you know, someone that you needed a ride to, to some place close by here. You just hop on. I was like, Oh, okay. I, I didn't ask for it, but he just called it and it just happened. And it was funny because in that class, it was just me and Michael, Michael Torres, if you remember. So me and yeah. Michael Torres yeah. started together. So it was just a very series of fortunate yet coincidental events that kind of happened, which brought me into pranic healing. And once I took basic, you know, the rest was history. I kind of took everything <laughs> right after I did Arhatic the same year, went to the retreat the same year. Um, so that's how it happened. That's amazing. And what I love is like everybody's got the unique story about how they found pranic healing or how pranic healing found them. And there always seems to be some divine guidance or some intuition or a sense of knowing or a sense of synchronicity or serendipity that these things happen. And I love how you just to some degree trusted that and just went with it because the next step is how did this change your life? I mean, obviously there was a huge impact and yeah, to also find out like with being trained as a doctor and working with pranic healing, how does that unfold for you? Yeah. So I, I kind of have to go back to what you said. Um, trusting it. I, I definitely had my doubts and suspicions despite all the coincidental events. And I think I'm very lucky and grateful that uh, I kept on receiving the green lights because I'm sure somewhere, someone, someone out there in the energetic world was not happy because I definitely made it really hard for them um, in the beginning to, to kind of get to where I'm at today. Um, but yeah, I would say pranic healing really changed my life because it's what brought me to where I am today, which kind of makes sense. So to give context, back then in school, I had changed my major like five times, right? And after doing, you know, meditation on Twin Hearts and, and starting Pranic Healing, it really set my vision clear on what to do after school. Because I knew I, at that time, I was just doing a bachelor's in biology. I was thinking about going into medicine, but I wasn't really sure. Um, but this kind of re-inspired me. So that was one piece of it. And then the other piece of it was at the same time, you know, I was struggling a lot with um, physical health issues. I grew up with um, what's called the atopic triad. And for those that don't know, it's basically asthma, eczema, and allergies. So I had it pretty bad ever since I was born. And it kind of kept up its way, you know, since, you know, um, in undergrad in college. And I've tried a whole bunch of different, you know, 
Western, like medications, different steroids, you know, all the antibiotics. I've even tried, you know, Chinese medicine because my family's Chinese and I had that exposure to herbs and acupuncture. Um, so, you know, all of that helped, but it didn't really feel like it fulfilled me on the inside because I knew there was something more as we all do, you know, that come into pranic healing or um, any energy healing modality. So when I was exposed to the basic class, it kind of clicked to me. It felt very natural and it changed my life knowing that this was something not new to me. That that was the funny thing. It changed my life, but then I was like, oh, this is not new to me. I've definitely done this before. And then, you know, transitioning now to kind of seeing, seeing patients on a cl clinician level, it, it definitely informs your practice, right? I know that current medicine looks at the body as a very one-dimensional physical bag of flesh. But as we know, pranic healers, we are more than just the body. We're you know, a soul that is in this vehicle and vehicles, I, I should say. And, and that's the other thing that also changed my life was knowing that there was aspects of my emotional health, aspects of my mental health that I really didn't know I had trauma from my physical ailments. I have always, you know, especially being my culture, you know, we downplayed, you know, any mental health, emotional you know, awareness, you know, just kind of suck it up and move on. Um, but even though it's been, what, uh, seven years since I've took pranic healing, I'm still working through those emotional traumas and I'm starting to realize how deep they are. So part of that is what informs my practice whenever I see anyone um, that comes into the office is if they present to me with a physical symptom, I always try to do a thorough history and try to connect the dots like, hey, did anything happen in your childhood? Did anything happen that really comes out when you think about your past? And then slowly and surely, you know, through the pranic healing techniques, especially psychotherapy, uh, meditation on twin hearts, I find that patients get so much better by doing things on their own outside of the office. And I think that's where true healing comes from, especially with pranic healing, because it really empowers you to have that awareness of what condition you have and the tools to help you solve it. Gosh, I absolutely love that. And it's so inspiring to see that medical professionals like yourself are starting to embrace the mental, the emotional and the spiritual as well. And just having that insight, having that awareness, a lot of people are having that sense of it's more than just a physical issue. There's something else going on. And we know in pranic healing, specifically with the psychotherapy, just how much our thoughts and emotions and traumas impact the physical body. And if you're not actually addressing that, you're not getting to the true root cause of your disease. And to be able to offer that to your patients, I mean, how lucky are they to find you? And that's what I love with pranic healing. We call it a complementary therapy because it it works well with so many other disciplines, but to be able to come in and see a medical doctor with the knowledge of pranic healing, that is just such a blessing uh, for all your, your clients, uh, really just amazing. So in and amongst a busy practice and all that you're doing in pranic healing, what is the next step for you? Um, you're, I know you're an instructor now. You're building up a base of students where you're actually teaching people to become pranic healers. 
what is the next step? What does the future look like for you? Yeah. Um, and I, I think that's a, that's a great question. And I think that's a question that uh, we had a conversation of. So yes, I am an instructor. I am um, planning my first basic class, which is level one pranic healing. And this is the first one that I'll be teaching more of on my own. And I, I think that I've always, you know, th speaking of like thinking ahead in the future, I think I always struggled with the idea of combining the two, like, especially when I see patients in the office and like, oh, should I tell them that I'm teaching a class? You know, is that a conflict of interest? Because, and, and I think that was one of the big, you know, obstacles in my head. Um, but now I've kind of learned it and put it in a way like, oh, hey, by the way, there's a class and it's on this day and you're welcome to take it. But not, I'm not going to tell them who's teaching it. Um, of course, they'll they'll come in and find me. But just to kind of put that out there, because I know how much it helps them. And that just gives me the confidence moving forward. And, you know, this is more of a recent development that I've been more telling patients, hey, that there's something that I've done in the past, I use in my practice, I think it could benefit you while you try it at home. So that's that's the teaching part. Um, so I'm getting I'm started stop with that. stop you right there, because I absolutely love that. And mm -hmm. one thing that I will say is when people are coming to a medical professional and they're coming for advice, from what I understand, like medical professionals will give advice based on their paradigm, their experience, what they know. And just the same way that a medical doctor will recommend that you see a dietitian and get your diet sorted out or go to the gym and start an exercise program or go and do yoga or go and do meditation. One of those things should be go and take level one pranic eating class. And that's what I love. I was in a similar situation um, working as a physical therapist and also recommending people to classes. And my big point with that was one of the, the most valuable things I can, I can think of that you could give a patient or a client is the empowerment and the ability to take their health into their own hands. And that's what we teach in level one pranic healing is how to heal yourself, how to heal your loved ones. The tools are so simple and so easy to learn. And I say to a lot of clients, you know, you don't have to be like a professional pranic healer doing it full time like I am. A lot of people are taking these classes to help improve their own health and wellness to really start understanding what is the root issue of my health ailment. And being able to empower people like that, I just think it's fantastic. Um, and I'm hoping more medical professionals actually see that as just another tool of empowering their patients to really take their health into their own hands. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think I what I give the analogy is like you're you don't have to be gifted. It's like it's like riding a bike or swimming, you know, anyone can learn it. It just takes practice. And even for us, you know, Nicole, we've been doing this for many years. We're still, we're still learning things when we teach basic or when we learn from another instructor from a course that we've taken multiple, multiple times. Um, and you always just find a deeper layer of truth and tools and techniques that you didn't find um, years before. But yeah, I think it's so, like you said, it's so empowering to the patient to do something on their own, you know, at their home, at the convenience, at their work, because that way they don't have to rely on just going into the office. They don't just have to rely on seeing doctors. Again, it's complimentary for a reason. So 
Fantastic. Yeah. I love it. And one of the other things that I say to people is imagine four o'clock on a Sunday afternoon, you've got an upset tummy or a sore back or some other thing that's gone yeah. on. You can heal yourself immediately. Right. And the number of people that come back and say, oh my gosh, like I literally healed myself like one week after the class, this happened and I was able to treat it. And that just gives me so much joy and just how easy it is to learn. And as you said, there's got to be a willingness and there's got to be some practice and anybody can learn how to do it. So the last thing that I'm going to ask you is if there was one person out there that by some divine synchronicity was listening to this podcast and you had a message for that person, what would you share with them? Um, I, I think that's an excellent question. Um, I think that the person that I'm thinking of is not just a single person. It's the type of person that was or have come from a similar experience in my childhood. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to be very honest. Um, I was very scared to trust my instincts. I was very scared to trust my heart because I couldn't, I didn't know what love loving myself felt like because of having a chronic illness that affects your body physically. It's very tough to love yourself, especially um, as a child when you're growing up and you're learning your identity, you're learning your place in this world and you're learning what love means. And it was very challenging for me. And I think that's why I struggled so much um, finding myself and trying to figure out what I wanted to do uh, with my life, with my career. Um, and, and in that period of time in my undergraduate studies, I had multiple, you know, mental breakdowns. I went to, you know, the ER, I, I had counseling, I had therapy and, you know, it helped, but I still couldn't figure out what I wanted because I was so scared. I was scared to, to be honest with myself and to trust what I wanted. And I didn't think I was worthy of it to begin with. So it's my message is to everyone out there that has come from a background where your childhood or any experiences that you grew up with didn't allow you the opportunity to love yourself. Or maybe it was your environment. Maybe it was your relationships with your parents or friends. I just want to tell them that it is possible. And you just have to kind of take that leap of faith. It's scary in that moment because you're entering a territory that is completely new. And you're so used to not loving yourself. You're so used to being in the dark. You're so used to being alone. And you're so used to not feeling connected with others, that you feel safe. But I'm telling you, once you make that leap of faith and jump into that you know, dark hole, which is a whole new experience, you find a whole new meaning to the challenges that you've been through. And that meaning gives you further inspiration, gives you further light and love for yourself to really move forward with your purpose and your passion. And that's what it did for myself because I was so scared to, to be me and to share pranic healing because of my childhood traumas in my own self-image and my own self-worth. I didn't think I was worthy of sharing this. But even till this day, I'm still working on it. I feel a lot better about it. And clearly, I'm telling 
you, Nicole, on this podcast. And thank you for this opportunity. But I think that, yeah, I think that's just my message to really trust and to kind of face your fears and to fail forward and to learn to love yourself in the process. I love that. You gave me goosebumps. And how far you've come to be able to be on an open platform and say, hey, this is me, my vulnerable self with all the good and the bad and everything in between. And if I can do it, you can do it. And these are, you know, the gifts that you can get along the way. And all of us are a work in progress. All of us have got our stuff that we need to work through. That's what the human experience is all about. And I just think it's so wonderful. Your progress has been phenomenal over the last seven years. And just looking at you and witnessing what you're doing right now, it's just incredible. And I just think the people who are lucky enough to meet you as a friend, as a doctor, as a pranic healer are just so lucky. So I will leave it with that. Thank you so much for sharing your story. Thank you, Nicole. I wish you all the best. Uh, when is your next class coming up? Um, yes. So I have a date. Um, so it is going to be on uh, the third weekend in May. So I believe that is May um, 14th. Uh, sorry, the 21st. 21st. May 21st okay. to 22nd. Yeah, the third weekend in May 2023. Fantastic. And how do people connect with you? Yes, so they can connect with me um, through my website and they can, uh, I'll put the information for the class there. So my website is just dr, um, first name, last name, jasonyuan.com. Fantastic. I'll share that in the podcast as well. Thank you so much. I so appreciate your time and super success for that next class and many more to follow. Thank you, Nicole, and likewise. Absolutely.